हेलो वेलकम डॉक्टर सुषमा सिंह देसाई टुडे इन यूनिट इलेवन मैरिज एंड इट्स चेंजिंग पैटर्न वी आर गोइंग टू स्टार्ट अवर लेक्चर विद द आंसर ऑफ द क्वेश्चन व्हाई यूज द वर्ड मैरिज एंड व्हाई नॉट रेफर टू सच रिलेशनशिप बाय सम अदर टर्म्स द आंसर टू दिस क्वेश्चन इज दैट नोमिनली द वर्ल्ड मैरिज हैज इट्स रेफरेंस टू द कंटेक्सट इन विच it exists and therefore we need to retain it till we can by consensus replace it by some other term in india the relationship is defined as sanctioned by custom and law prevalent in a heteronormative and patriarchal social milieu the definition of the relationship includes not only the fairly understood guidelines for behavior relating to sex but also regarding things like particular way labor is to be divided and so are also other duties and privileges children born to the marriage are considered an legitimate offspring of the marriage married couple increase in the rate of martial discord has brought before the courts of law some vexing questions about the right to fatherhood versus a woman's right over her own body the issue of legitimacy is important in the matters of inheritance and the succession marriage is not only mean of sexual gratification but also a set of cultural mechanism to ensure the continuation of the family establishment of relationships of alliance between persons and between groups marriage is in this sense an almost universal social institution in india with the globalization of culture and liberalization of economy the phenomena of the wedding ceremony is the most visible reference to marriage in india so we would agree with that it is very hard indeed not to retain the term marriage and discuss it with reference to the conceptual and socio cultural context in which it appears now let us move to the next point what and why of marriage you may be able to cite the religious text of many communities in india outlining the purpose rights and duties involved in marriage among the hindus for instance marriage is regarded as a socio cultural religious duty ancient hindu texts such as the dharmashastra points out three main aims of marriage these are dharma mean duty praja prokjani and rati sensual pleasure the aims of marriage show that it is significant from the both the societal as well as the individual point of view marriage is significant in that it provides a legally and socially recognized process of acquiring children especially sons who would not only carry on the family name but also perform periodic rituals including the annual shraddha to propitiate the dead ancestors
Majority of the Hindus look upon son as a source of support in old age to parents and as the most important source of economic prosperity of the family. Marriage in, in the Hindu system of four stages of life enables a man to enter into the stage of a householder. Both a man and a woman are regarded incomplete without marriage. The brief description above show, shows quite clearly that marriage for the Hindus find its location in a heteronormative patriarchal family structure in which organizations like Rashtriya Swamseva Sangh are vehemently against interreligious marriage. The notion of equality within marriage based on an ethic of justice does not find a place in the Hindu construction of the notion of marriage. This is the reason why there have been, historically speaking, a spate of experiments to change the form and practice of marriage itself by social reformers like Jyotiba Phule, who along with his wife Savitri Bai established a school for untouchable girls in 1848 and a home for upper caste widows in 1854. Sensitive to oppression of women through burdens of chastity and the caste purity that determined the code of conduct for women. Tarabai Shinde, an activist of the Sahitya Shodak Samaj, followed in the footsteps of the Phule and wrote a critic of gender relations in her piece. Stri Pursha Tulna Shinde commented on sexual economics of marriage and prostitution and considered them as two sides of the same coin. Not only in the Western India, E.V. Ramaswamy Naikar in the South India challenged Hindu orthodoxy and recommended self-respect marriages, which determined the connection between marriage and religious rights. Similarly, Ambedkar's act of burning the Manu Smriti and the writing Riddles of Hinduism in 1927 as well as Pariyar's putting on a garland of shoes around the neck of Hindu religious idols symbolized the assaults on the religious tender of everyday life and provided a critical look at the institution of marriage in India. Notwithstanding the activities of the social reformers, you may rightly argue that even other communities in India regard marriage as an essential obligation. Islam's views marriage as sunnah, an obligation, which me which every Muslim must fulfill. To bring yet more evidence of churning of ideas about marriage, you can refer media reports that in the case of Muslim in India. The All India Muslim Personal Law Board on 1st May 2005 issued a mo model Nikahanama. This shows the board's comment 
commitment to initiate social reforms and rooting out of social evils the model nikhanama gives cognizance to the rights of the wives to food shelter clothing medical treatment and maintenance and declares dowry as a crime the document focuses on the present school and college going generation those still continuing with the institution of triple talaq the document makes divorce the last resort christianity too like other religious religions holds marriage as critical to life and emphasizes the establishment of a mutual relationship between husband and wife and adhering to their duties to each other you can further argue that marriage is significant as we find that only a very small percentage of men and women remain unmarried according to the report of the committee on the status of women in india only 0.5% of women never marry in india by and large girls in india believe that marriage is a woman's destiny marriage state is desirable and motherhood is a cherished achievement for most of us in india you would find that only a very small percentage of men and women remain unmarried by choice despite the near universality of marriage among indians we find that goals of marriage are changing in general and for the urban and educated sections of the population in particular a clean reference for small size family has replaced the older notion of the family with a large number of children especially sons being the source of status for parents on the individual level younger couples view marriage as a relationship for self fulfillment rather than primarily for procreation there is also a strong protest movement among the dalit women against the caste and gender violence and against the legal recognition of only anulama marriage where upper caste men marry or live with the lower caste women and not pratiloma ones where women of higher caste marry or live with the lower caste men reforms among the lower caste and dalit communities include rehabilitation of women and men married to divinities like khandoba and yalema c Soma Vanshya Mitra of 1st December 1908 and 1st July 1909 about the marriage of the Shivobai Lakshman Jadhav a woman married to a divinity an activist Ganpotra Hanumantra Gaikwad had set an example by marrying her while discussing marriage and its changing pattern in india we cannot ignore what is occurring at the level of marginalized communities and therefore all such details as mentioned above need to be incorporated in our discussion of marriage in india 
you may already know about the role of the social reformers in opposing child marriage and creating an environment for the law to fix a minimum age for marriage of a girl or a boy here we want to close this lecture thanks for listening